episode three for real this time get out of here satan what up everybody before we get into it let's go ahead and pray in real quick bow your heads and close your eyes dear god we come before you tonight lord we just want to hear from you tonight god we want to grow closer to you tonight and we want to spread your love and hope to those that may feel lost and may feel alone or even those that know you so well we pray that they will grow closer with you through this podcast lord use this as a vessel to spread your love and your light to all that hear it lord and allow us to just carry out your message the best we can god help us to be guided in only honoring you and glorifying you with our words jesus in our almighty name we pray lord amen amen all right what up everybody tonight we're going to talk a little bit about love and it's just been kind of on my heart ever since we started this podcast i feel like we want to reach everybody with this i don't want there to be a certain group of people that it may not pertain to i don't want anyone to feel like oh no i'm too far gone or i live this lifestyle so what's the point in listening like no you are here for a reason and this podcast is coming to your life for a reason so I just kind of, I don't know, every time I leave here, I have this feeling that I feel the Holy Spirit's putting on me, saying, you can reach more people, you know? And that's my goal tonight. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that may feel judged from the church, that may feel a lot of hate or just bad energy coming from the people that say they're Christians or say they love God, but then are not loving on people. And at the end of the day, our job as Christians is to love people, is to love God's children. We're all God's children. So who am I to spread hate or to judge somebody or talk down on somebody when I myself am nowhere near perfect, where I'm a broken, disgusting sinner? Who am I to step in and judge somebody, right? And it even talks about in 1 Corinthians it's uh, chapter 5, I think it's verse 12. It says, it is not our job to judge those that are not in the church. So, as a churchgoer, when I hear someone talking down on somebody that's not even there at the church, I get angry because it's like, hey, that's not how we, we catch those people. That's not how we show what Jesus would do. Jesus would love them wherever they're at. You know, G- Jesus left the 99 for the one. So why are we avoiding 99 people to grab that one cookie cutter person? The church is not here for all the cookie-cutter people. It's here to help mold us into God-fearing, God-loving people. So I just feel like that's where this episode's going, and that's what's been on my heart recently. So I don't know where you want to run with that, Chris, but run it up. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Um, I don't know, just from talking talking with Wally throughout the week, he kind of tells me the type of people that he's got hitting them up, texting them about who's listening and stuff. And, um... So I did, like, look at some scripture and stuff to see, you know, I think me and Wally, we got, got the gift that God gave us is that, you know, we're the lowly sinner who, who found Jesus Christ. And the, the whole point of the podcast really is just that we reach the other people who feel, you know, I could say that, like, my whole life, I never knew where I belonged. You know, I always kind of felt different. Yeah. Um, I always, you know, from a young age, I... You know, I was never the sports guy. I was never the, you know, I was never, you know, I was never in a group specifically. I never, I could never like point at something and say, you know, that's that's where I belong or something like that. And um, what I'll say is like, you know, 
when I found Jesus, it was like, like I finally felt like I belonged. And so today, really, I uh, went in here. I found these scriptures. And so I was looking at it, right? And this, this preacher I was listening to today, he was, I mean, he was going in. And uh, he was talking about the that God does not choose the strong; He chooses the weak. He doesn't choose the wise, right? He He chooses the the foolish, right? Like, and so here it says, it says, but God. So this is Corinthians one twenty two through twenty nine, and I'm just gonna read kind of the end of it. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. And so that's literally my exact experience with, with Jesus Christ. Honestly, before I really came in and started, you know, seeking God, um, I felt like I belonged nowhere, and I remember even thinking to myself a lot of times, I was just like, if this is what life is going to be about, you know, I don't want it. Like, I'm good. Y'all can have this life. Like, this, everything that I had experienced up to it, but before the time I had met Jesus was was horrible, right? Life sucked all the time. And um, I'd say it's probably three months in seeking seeking Christ, about three months into that, where uh, I felt that presence of God. And that's all it was. I didn't see nothing. You know, I didn't hear nothing. I didn't hear God say something to me, but I just felt like I wasn't alone and that I was accepted and loved. And here I am, like my whole life, I've always, I view myself poorly to this day, if I'm being honest. I don't view myself very highly, but but I, I'm just saying all of this is like, if you feel like, however you view, you view yourself or however you see yourself or anything like that, my solution to everything in life today is just Jesus Christ, the whole, the Bible, you know, yeah. the love, the overpouring love, you know, the crucifixion, the fact that I'm saved through Jesus, right? He's here to save the sinners, not not the righteous, you know. Yeah. He's here to save me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I don't know. I think that always hit me because, I don't know. I, I know there's a lot of people that low self esteem, that low that low self image. And that's literally who God's looking for. Like, yeah. that's that's who God wants. And it says it more than just in that one thing. I read it in Deuteronomy 2. It's basically saying the same exact, which is Old Testament. He's saying the same exact thing, basically, you know. Yeah. And I love that. You know, I, I love my God for that. Go ahead, Walt. Yeah. No, when, when you were saying that, just talking about self-image and how I view myself and how others may be struggling with those issues, I just, the first thing that came to my head was just like, a pastor said, uh, church one day that God's going to use ordinary people to do extraordinary things so there's there's no qualifications you need for God to use you and you don't have to be any certain way for God to love you God loves you for you he made you exactly how you are for a reason there's no accidents in God's kingdom like however you are right here right now at this moment is exactly how God knew you were going to be it's not like he made a mistake and was like oh man how did they end up like this? How did he end up like this? How did she end up like this? No, he's like, that's my kid, and I love them. I love them no matter where they're at, no matter what they're going through, no matter what they're walking through. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like so many people turn away from God because of hate they receive from people. You know, I feel like people are pushing other people away from God. And it may not be intentional. It may just be 
out of a place of insecurity or ignorance, but it just hurts my heart so much to see hate being spread instead of love. And especially from a man or a woman who claims God as their Lord and Savior. Like, if if you truly are a not just a believer, but a follower, if you're walking in God's glory and his light, like, the greatest fruit you can bear is love. We're here to love people, you know? And just a, a little, like, incident that happened uh, last week. I was in the I was in the barbershop, you know, I was doing a haircut and there was a movie playing and this lady on the on the movie was like basically like talking down on like like gay people, right? And I had a a client who was gay in the chair and I I felt like so so bad in my heart. I was like, "Dang, like I hope he hasn't had to w- walk through this, you know? Like I hope he hasn't received hate for who he is." And then sure enough, like he was like no it's real though like that really happens like i've been messed with my whole life because this and i was just like dang like it it genuinely hurt my heart i'm like bro like you're loved you know what i'm saying like i just wanted to tell him like you're loved like no matter what you're walking through like like no one's too far gone from god you know what i'm saying whether you're gay whether you're in a gang whether you're a drug addict an alcoholic a junkie whether you're transgender whatever you're walking through bro we're just people you know we're all broken and we're just we have struggles and if people are turning you away from god don't don't be angry at god don't turn that hate towards god because god loves you no matter where you are no matter what you're in no matter who you are because he knows who you are and who you're going to be at all times he knows every hair on our head so don't ever question if he made a mistake with you or not just know that you were loved. Yeah, no, that's fire. I seen uh that's fire. I seen I seen this thing, bro, and it was uh it was a guy he was talking about uh like whenever we hear about like God's love, we think of it in this vague is Brennan Manning, bro. He's so fire. He's got he's got like two like two or three sermons and that's it. It's the only sermons online. But he's got like these two or three sermons and he's he's talking about uh like love of God basically. And uh, he's like, everyone thinks of it of this vague way, like he loves the world, yeah. like he loves us all. And he's like, but it's, it's, that's only like, you're only getting half of God's love if that's all you think. He like, he's talking about like, he loves you, like you, like you alone. Yeah. Like, like literally he adores you. Like uh-huh. he's, he's always thinking about you. He's always watching you. He's always right there. Like he's fired up about you, whoever. Yeah. It's like, and you're probably thinking, oh, he's talking about like everyone else who might be listening, or he's talking about himself, or he's talking about Wally. And it's like, no, like you specifically, God, right now in this very moment, he's looking at you, saying, "There's my son. Yep. There's my son. I love him dearly." He's your biggest fan. Your your number one fan. Number one boy. You know what I'm saying? And when I was listening to it, bro, I was like, I'm like, that's so real, because like I really do like view God's love in a vague. Like, okay, well, he loves the, like, he died on the cross because the whole world is sinners. It's like, no, he died on the cross because I'm a sinner. You know, it says that that God was literally thinking about me and the sin that I was going to commit today. I committed sin today. Shout out, TC. Shout out, TC. You know, it says that, you know, I committed sin today, right? And God knew that I was going to commit this sin today. When he was on that cross, he was thinking about this very day, thinking about me and what I was walking through. He knew I was going to make that sin. Yeah. That's how much he loved me, you know. And I, I stress that because it's like, 
you know, how Wally's talking about, we all have our different, you know, if you read the Bible, you're going to know what your sin is. And all of that is truth. All of that is sin. But regardless, right, yeah. we all start somewhere, uh-huh. you know. And as you grow in the faith and as all that stuff comes, right, you you start to, you'll learn, you'll see, and you'll start moving, you'll start stepping a little bit different. Yeah. Right, but I'll tell you what, the conviction that I feel about the things that I do wrong today are solely out of the, it's not the wrath of God. I don't, I don't feel conviction over the wrath of God, right? That's just a result of some of the sin I do. I feel conviction because I say, wow, God loves me this much, cares about me this much, watches me this much, yeah. you know, critiques my life in such a way to where I, where I can grow closer to him. And I just did him wrong. He has a, like, it's 10 commandments. It's, t- it's 10 commands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I can't follow 10 commands, you know? But, um, but yeah, no, that's, that's, you know, everyone's got their, everyone's got their thing, man. I got my thing for sure. Bro, I know the Holy Spirit is flowing right now because every time you say something every time you say something i'm like oh i want to hit on that like you end what you're about to say on what i was about to talk about or whatever was flowing in my head so shout out holy spirit you know what i'm saying appreciate you flowing right now being here with us it's an honor to even be in your presence god so just speak through us and that's what i want to get at right now is just how you were saying like we all have our sins we're all struggling in some area and i think as a as believers as as people who are saying we follow Jesus Christ. We need to stop measuring sin. We need to stop putting some sins before others. You know, like, oh, well, my sin is just that I covet. I wish I was rich. And his sin is he smokes crack. Like, no, bro, they're both sins. You know what I'm saying? Like, crack is crazy. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in God's eyes, they're the same thing. They're sin. They go against what he tells us to do. So why as people are we putting them in different rankings and orders you know what i'm saying and why when we hear someone is struggling in a certain sin we tend to push them out instead of drawing them in you know because the more we push people away the more we're not making ourselves look bad we're destroying people's image of god how they're viewing god they're saying oh these people claim that they love god but they're pushing me away you know what i'm saying they're not letting me in the church because i do this or i deal with this or i live this lifestyle like, that's not what God, God called us to do. He called us to love everybody. Anybody who walks into his house, we are supposed to lift them up and build them up and walk through whatever they're walking through together. Like, he calls us to be unified as people. God hates to see all the separation in this world right now. Like, there's so many issues going on right now that's just pulling the world in so many different directions, you know? Like, country to country, city to city. Even friend group to friend group, there's so many battles that people are going through. And if we would just come together and stop judging each other so much, if we would just love on each other, these issues would not just go away, but some progress would be made. We would just actually start working on stuff instead of talking about stuff. Actual difference would be seen, you know what I'm saying? And especially as a community of believers, like, if you don't like what someone's doing, you just talking down on them is not going to change anything that's going to probably push them farther and farther into whatever sin they're in. I I know that from personal experience. Like my family, they are devout believers. Like they are by the book Christians. You know what I'm saying? From my mom to my dad to my sister to my grandparents, they know that Bible. They know the word of God. And when they saw me acting the way I was acting, living the way I was living, 
they didn't know how to deal with it because they weren't going through it. And so by trying to force me out of certain things I was doing, just in my natural rebellious state of feeling, oh, they're just judging me, they don't understand me, I dove farther and farther into that sin that I was dealing with, you know? And nothing against them. Another shout out, TC. Big shout out to that boy, TC. You got stupid loud on that one. <laughs> Chris got all the love for TC. He not even from TC, but he repping. <laughs> no, nah, but what I was saying, like, nothing against my family because they were just doing the best they could. It was coming from a place of love. They wanted to see me do better, and they were just trying to do what they thought was right to help me. But honestly, and sometimes it felt like more judgment than love, you know? And then it created a little bit of resentment that I carried for a lot of years. And it, it created this like reward system of where when I thought I was doing good, I seeked approval from them. And when I was doing bad, I pulled away from them. You know, and I think that's how a lot of people approach the church today. It's like when they're doing good and life is good and, and they might be refraining from one sin, they're in the church and they're loving it and they're loving God and they're praising God. But the minute that, that sin starts to get a stronghold on them, they tend to steer away from the church because they're afraid of the judgment they'll receive. But here's a newsflash, bro. Like, we as a church are not called to judge anybody really we're here to love you know what i'm saying we're here to build you up and walk through whatever you're walking through together instead of just being like ah you know what you're disgusting get away from me i don't want you to pollute me with your sin like no bro like build that man up build her up build build up your brothers and sisters in christ so that they can grow closer to god and prove their relationship with god because the more reassurance they have and they understand that god is always loving them the more they're going to turn to God and it's most important to turn to God like in those moments of doubt in those moments where you feel like you're not enough that's when God wants to hear from you the most you know like in those moments dang TC popping tonight in those moments when I'm fresh out of a sin fresh out of a, a mistake my natural instinct is not to turn to God it's to try to avoid the situation to try to hide from whatever I'm going through but in reality, like, we can't hide nothing from God, bro. Like, he knows what we just did. He knows what we're going to do tomorrow and the next day and so on. So just be straight up, bro. It says in the Bible to receive forgiveness, talk to God about it, and talk to one other person that you trust. So find another brother or sister after you've prayed and talk to them about whatever's going on. And that's the only way you're going to see things change, you know what I mean? And even if it's just, like, a, a question you got about the Bible or a question about faith, like, no no true believer, no true follower of God is ever going to look at you like, oh, this idiot doesn't know this about God. Like, no, bro. Anytime someone asks me anything about God, I get fired up. I get pumped up. I'm like, let's go. Because not only does it help them grow closer with God, through me being able to help in whatever way I can, that improves my relationship with God so much because it helps me to see, like, God, you really have a purpose for me. Like, you're really using this broken, disgusting person that I am and you're, you're changing me. You're like, you're molding my heart into a heart that represents you so I can walk in your light and your glory. You know what I'm saying? Stepping out of my will and diving into your will is probably the best feeling in the whole world. No, that's uh, that's real. Um, I don't know. We're talking 
low-key we're talking about judgment we're judging <laughs> yeah super judgy no but we're judging too because now judging. we're judging the church we're judging the church bro look at <laughs> yeah. this see that's what i'm saying bro like yeah, we're doing it's it a struggle bro like yeah we're no doing one's perfect it too. but it's real <laughs> yeah because i mean but, bro all love for the the people in the church because we are the people in the church like we have now become those people we're jumping in the air high-fiving each other on sunday no we're morning, not no we're not we're not there we're crispy, not there crispy hitting that little <laughs> Stop, bro. <laughs> the big up, you feel me? We're just chatting. We're just chatting, honestly, bro. bro. We're yeah. just out here chatting about chatting God. on the black and mouth. It's so beautiful. <laughs> but uh, nah, I mean it's it's real. Um, my oh, voice wait, carries, hold on, hold on, bro. hold on. Let Go me say it. one thing. Yeah. One thing. So when I was saying we're not called to judge the 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 verse, the Corinthians verse, First Corinthians five twelve. It. I didn't read the full verse. Because right now, I feel like I was trying to reach those that might not be in the church, that might be skeptical. But the full verse is, we're not called to judge those outside of the church. We're, called, we're, we're here to call out those that say they're believers and are living in sin. So if I'm telling another brother or sister in Christ, like, hey, you need to tighten up in this aspect, like, that's fully justified by God, you know? Because we're held to the standard of oh you want to say you're a believer and a follower then live it out walk it out you know what i'm saying we're not exempt from these rules because we know jesus you know what i'm saying yeah and so like to that point it's uh so we we can judge the fruit we cannot judge the sinner so it's the the saying is love the sinner hate the sin yeah love the sinner hate the sin and that's 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 my job in the church right is uh I can I can look at somebody and I could say that's that's that person's just like me they're in sin I love that person to death, but at the same time, if their 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 actions their fruit like I can hate their action but I yeah. have to love the person and it really comes down to me for more of the difference between judgment and condemnation right Ooh. you know condemnation I say that means I look at a person I say forever you're stuck like that you're broken you can't be fixed right like this is eternal you're done you know judgment is the judging the fruit i should say not judging the person but judging the fruit is more like you're doing something that the holy scripture and god has commanded he didn't add he commanded you not to do and you're doing it right and that's that's where it is and you know sometimes i think we know our sin and we're bonded to it and i think sometimes we don't even recognize our sin and that's where you know, it's almost like God saying, like, hey, you know, like, look look over here, right? Like, this is something you're, this is hey, an area you need to grow in. Yeah, you know, and to that point is, like, I, I probably committed 40 sins today that I don't even know that I did. 400, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't be, don't, don't be humble because, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because in, in all reality, it's like if I really knew all the sin that I did all the time, I would... I wouldn't be able to live with myself, you know. No, sir. But I do know, I do know sins that I committed today, you know, regardless. Um... But, but yeah, no, I think, I think those are all, I think those are all really good points. Um, as far as like, I think people judging outside of the church, you know, for me, I found, I found God through, through a 12 step recovery program. It wasn't anything to do with the church and through that, like, it's something I'll touch on real quick is just that, you know, the, a lot of, uh, Paul and his writings and Peter and his writings, they do talk about the church and what it's supposed to look like. And basically how they break it up is just like this, is that whenever you walk into the church, the love that these people have for each other should be a point where you say, wow, 
I've never like think about all the places you go to think about work think about you know at the home think about all the places you go all the people you the see club, the, the club I mean <laughs> you're definitely not finding that love and embrace at the club at the section maybe them bottom hey, girls maybe, don't yeah, love you the, bro yeah, the strippers they do not love you they want <laughs> that's that a money. lie they want no money <laughs> it's a lie don't believe it don't fall for it but but the church right that's what we're supposed to come on bro that's what we're supposed to stand out in is in that area you're supposed to walk into the church and be like the the selfless giving and love that these people have for each other has to have God in the middle of it because I know like I know from my experience all the people that I've met up into the point to where I, I met a good group of people where I'm like it was the thing that made me say there has to be God right is like I have no connection with him I can't see him you know, I've not felt him, and I can't say for certain that he's even there, but I looked around, and I was like, these people are saying that God is the reason that they are doing what they're doing, mm. and they're doing these selfless things, they're living this certain way, right? And that's really, like, a lot of what Paul is saying when he talks about the church is, like, there's a very specific way that that the church is acting and, and behaving, and you can feel the love and the presence of God, basically. And so when you walk into the church, you're like, oh, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're like I be, like I be, like this is there's God in here, you know. Yeah. And so whenever you go into these churches and it's it's like judgment and it's like it's not that. Maybe like you know I won't say that everyone doesn't have the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit isn't residing in this in this group, right? It's it says that we're the body of Christ. So you you know Wally's the arm and I'm I'm the leg. You know what I'm saying? But like if you've only got a head, if you only got a head and a leg, right? You don't really got a body of Christ. You just got two pieces of the puzzle right pieces down bad you know and so you're not really gonna experience the same thing from the church with that being said i will say we have strippers come to our church we yeah. do have sinners come to our church yeah. i myself am a sinner i'm a dope fiend i was yeah. a dope fiend for many years you know i, I go to the church yeah. you know it's n- it's not like you're gonna you know i don't think every single person is like that but you're gonna f- i mean statistically speaking there's probably what like a thousand people maybe more maybe way more actually at what? that church, at the church, probably like what ten thousand people? No, not ten thousand. Like probably a thousand. Yeah, but it's like, all right, statistically speaking, a thousand people. You're gonna have people in there who are anywhere you go, right? That's just numbers, and that's human nature. Yeah. You're gonna have the people who judge you, but don't. I'd say don't look. Right. Don't have your perspective be because of the what is that? The one bag egg or something. there's a saying that I'm trying to think about right now, but I can't remember it. Yeah. But don't let one bad egg ruin the whole the whole dozen. dozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a saying, but I'm trying. We just made that. that. We're yeah. going to coin that saying. Coin that. But no, nah, but oh, you know what let, I'm me, saying? let me jump in real quick. Let me dive in real quick. Did you freak this already? Yeah. No, nah, like you were saying, though, bro, like I love seeing different people come to the church, bro. It literally like lights my day up. You know what I'm saying? When we see the, the stripper, when we see the drug dealer, when we see the love seeing the, the, the gay couple when we see you know what i'm saying whatever wh- whoever bro i love seeing them here because it it is such a brave and bold step it's literally so inspiring honestly bro because it's like they know at any moment they could receive judgment from a person you know what i'm saying but they're saying you know what i don't care if this person judged me because i'm here for god and i think that's the attitude we need to take going into into everyday life you know what i'm saying like not just the church like i don't care what these people think about me i need to 
I need to live for God. What does God think about me? You know what I'm saying? Because sure, it's great to be a good person in the church. Like, it's great when you're all smiles and everything's great, bro. Life is perfect at the church, but what about in your day-to-day life? You know what I'm saying? There's a song, um, it's called Monday Morning Faith. And it, it basically just talks about, like, I don't want just that, or not even I, it's talking about God doesn't want you just have the, that Sunday morning jumping with joy, ready to go to church faith. He wants you to wake up Monday morning and Tuesday morning and Wednesday, every single morning, bro. Like, yes, sir. God, you have woke me up this morning. I'm so blessed to be here. It is truly an honor and a privilege to wake up. Every breath you give me is yours. Like, I remember, shout out Francis Chan real quick. I was listening to Francis do a sermon the other day, and he was like, God doesn't have to give me this next breath, so watch this. <sighs> Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for that breath. Let me see. Shout out, TC. TC getting TC active getting tonight. Active tonight. Yes, sir. We lit Friday night. And then that boy Francis was like, hmm, let's see if he'll give me another one. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for that breath. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the that's the mentality we got to have. We got to be in more of a place of gratitude to even be here. We got to spend more time, like, appreciating the day and the time that God has given us on this earth. We got to bring his light to earth in hopes that more people will receive him. And then we'll get to see more and more people on the day he calls us home to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're just keeping our faith to ourselves, we're not helping anybody. We're really, like, I feel like that that's a sin right there bro you found this beautiful love this unreal surpassing level of peace and joy we just want to shout out everyone that has tuned into the podcast that has gave us feedback showed us love man we just hope that you continue to share this podcast in the hopes that it would reach someone that feels lost that feels that they may not know god our goal here is just to bring people closer to god and show them that they are loved and that they have a purpose